it's one of my first black teachers. And um, and then he said, what happened? I said, well, my, my father left me. And, and I busted out crying. I let, mm. let, it, let it all out. Uh, my teacher hugged me and he said, like, don't, don't worry. My, 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 both of my parents left me and I was raised by my grandmother. Like, and, and he cut, like, just to have somebody relate to me at that point, I'm like, it felt like I was, I was relieved, like I, I wasn't alone. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad Podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you again for joining me at Dear Dad Podcast. My name is Benjamin Darius, a.k.a. BJ. Oh, this guest right now. Okay, so this guest, I saw his post on Instagram. I don't want to tell you his story, and I'm, I know he's going to tell you his story. So I saw his post and what he did, what, what he went through with his wife and what he went through personally. It was profound. So I just saw it, and I was like, I have to get in contact with this dude because I would need to hear his story. I want you guys to hear his story because I know there's a, there's a lot you guys can relate to and I can relate to um, from what he's telling us. So again, I'm not going to hold you guys any longer, and I'm going to introduce you guys to. I, I'm sorry if I mess it up. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. Hashem Lafard. You did it! You yeah. did it, man! You did it! <laughs> there you go. There you go. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm 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 good. I'm hiding from these kids. I got I locked myself in the room so they can't really interrupt. That's awesome. <laughs> they, they're gonna have to ask their mother. <laughs> so it's great. <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, so let me jump to the first question, and we can just um, uh, take it as we go. So let me know and let the audience know. Let us know. Let us know who is Hashem. Oh man. Um, so uh, I just recently just had this like this epiphany of like, man, experiencing life as a son is one thing. Experiencing life as a brother is another thing. Mm. Um, being somebody's boyfriend is another. Mm. Being their husband is another. Being a father, and I mean, next is like the grandparent. Being a grandparent, like what's that going to be like? <laughs> um, I I I, I, I kind of realize who I am in all these places, and all these different spaces. Uh, I mean, as an uncle, as as another one. Like you, you kind of you you know you you you're learning who you are, right? As it right. pertains to other people. And um, and I'm loving it. I, I'm I'm loving this fatherhood journey. I'm still new. My 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 oldest daughter is five. Mm-hmm. My youngest kid is coming. <laughs> <laughs> my youngest child. I, I like to say child instead. I don't like to say I don't like to say kid. It's, it's a baby goat. So my youngest child is, <laughs> is going to be born in July. There's um there's there's going to be that's going to be my fifth child. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just. I'm excited. I'm somebody's father, somebody's husband, somebody's son, somebody's brother. And that is who I am. And um, that's the core of it. And I and I get to do some cool things as, as a profession. Yeah, I so, try not to define myself with the things that I do. I like to do things. I like to be who I am. And then everything I do is like adding on to it. I learned that from Michael Jordan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that your action speaks before your words. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. So, okay, let's just dive in a little bit on um, deeper. So, uh, tell me about your dad. Okay, my father was was born in Haiti. Um, he moved to to Boston, Massachusetts, in nineteen in the 1980s, some of the early eighties. Um, I was born in nineteen eighty eight. He met my mother. My mother's from South Carolina. Um, my father, he was just, he, he worked all the time. Like he, he got up at four in the morning. He didn't come home till like seven at night on, on, um, on the weekdays, on the weekends. He would, um, he would be a mechanic and he, he'd fix cars and I would see him work hard all the time. And he loved it. Like when I asked him like, Hey, you know, you can just pay somebody else to fix your car. He's like, he's looking at me like, why would I waste like not not first of all not waste money but like 
I enjoy doing that. I enjoy right. like learning the Mercedes, the, the the different engine, the parts, the different things like that. He can rebuild the whole thing. Wow. Yeah, he's just he's a mastermind, and um, and I, I was a big Jordan fan. I would always, always, I was put Jordan posters on on my wall and everything. And he said, you know what, I'm a. He said Jordan's good at basketball, but but no one can fix a car like me. Mm. And he compared himself to like he's the Jordan status of, of fixing cars, and I thought that was so cool. It was respectable. Um, and the most confident. Um, person that he he can he can walk into a room and have people laughing. Um, I, I know I get a lot of my charisma from him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's tall. I mean, I didn't get all his height yet. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still hoping. I'm still hoping for like just a, a couple of inches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for it. Um, yeah. I, 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 one of the, one of the memories I, I have right now, just thinking about it, is one time um, my mother was in. South Carolina or something. I was in the house with him, and um, he was he was watching. I mean, he was parenting, but he called it babysitting. <laughs> he, he, was, <laughs> he, he was babysitting me, and um, and I wanted some I wanted some Doritos. I wanted some Doritos really really bad. Like I I needed some. It was a spicy nacho. It was like it was like a barbecue one. And I told him I wanted some Doritos, and he said. You want some Doritos? I said, yeah. Cool. I'll make you some Doritos. You want some potato chips? I'm going to make you some potato <laughs> chips. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, you don't have to. He said, no, no, I'm going to make it. I'm like, no, I don't want your potato chips. <laughs> so he got, he like started slicing these potatoes and he started frying them on, on a frying pan. And he asked me, like, you want them spicy? And he had a black pepper. <laughs> and he had barbecue sauce. He's like, you want barbecue ones? And I'm like, oh my god, can we just buy? It? It's like it's it was like fifty cents at that time. Like no, it was a quarter. It was twenty five cents. You can get four for four a dollar at that point. Uh, I feel old saying that. Like that's that's. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's what we say. It's a judgment free zone, man. <laughs> yes. So um so and then he made it, and it was the most amazing one. But he kind of really just taught us, hey, whatever we have is at home. He was the, he was the father that said, "Hey, there's food at home." There's food at home. I'm like, but it's not cooked. I'm gonna cook it. But um, yeah. Uh, what else can I say about? It? He brought me to Haiti when I was um, 10 years old, okay. uh, and then when I was 12, and when I was 14, learned about a lot about my culture. Learned, uh, uh, try, I uh, tried trying to speak. I'm still trying to learn Creole. But I know the <laughs> I know how to say my people in the toilet. I know how to say stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and what and like the Ugan Maje. I know how to get how to get the food. Um uh sauce spot. I, I know exa- I know I know how to say the things I like. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to say hi hey, Sherry. I know how to say stuff like that. But um but yeah, that's one of the things I really, really I I, I need to learn because um because whenever I say whenever I try to speak Creole, he's my father says I'm not his son. <laughs> if I don't know Korea. <laughs> so you kinda get the gist of who this man is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know more of who my father is now that I'm a father. Mm. And I respect it. The things that I thought he did that was like annoying is <laughs> like, oh, I get why he did that. Well, I'm fix- yeah, I- I'm fixing my own car. I'm building my own engine. Um and also like he as far as me being an artist, like I, I'm pretty good at drawing. I'm pretty good at painting, painting murals and stuff like that. But in his eyes, he's like, like when I when I would when I would draw something for him at like six, seven years old, I draw a picture of him. That's not me. Take it back. Go work on it some more. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it doesn't look like me. <laughs> Come back. And I go to my mother and say, "Hey, uh, I drew this picture. Oh, baby, that's so beautiful. That's so nice." And I'm looking at her sideways like, you're not telling me the truth right now. Let me go to this guy <laughs> who's going to tell me for real. And so he was that, he, he's, he's that guy. And um, my mother would stay at home with me. Uh, she'd help me with the homework and stuff like that. When I get an A+, plus, my father would say, you're welcome. I'm like, who, who do you, you didn't help me with this. He's like, but you have my genes. You have my genes. <laughs> And I'm smart. 
<laughs> and you you came you came for me and I'm and I'm I'm the tree. And um and there was one point I didn't speak to him. I didn't speak to him when both my parents separated. Um it was a situation where my uncle he got into an argument with my uncle and um he's my uncle slashed his tire. Mm. And he said like Hey, she's like, well, hey, where I come from, if you slice somebody's tires, that means your throat is next. So he was like, I'm, so he had, they had to have a conversation with my mother, like, hey, it's me or your brother. And my mother was confused, like, she, she didn't want to choose. Um, but when he came back one time, and then my father was like, all right, I'm packing and I'm leaving. Wow. And so that, that was heartbreaking for me. <laughs> and, um, at around, I was around 13. And so, um, I mean, I was bitter towards him. I, I didn't, I didn't want to speak to him because I felt like he left me. Um, I took it personal. It was more my, my parents together. I was like, no, I, I thought I had the perfect household. Mm. And um, yeah, so I went through. I remember, I remember going in the. I remember uh, I was in middle school. I was in eighth grade, and that this is the day after. This is the morning after, and. The teacher was, the teacher called on me to answer a question. I already fixed in my mind, nobody better talk to me today. I don't, I don't want anybody mm. talking to me. Um, and you know how you get that little frog in your throat? Like, it's there. Mm-hmm. And if you say one more word, it's coming out. <laughs> so I was <laughs> yep. there. He was like, he called on me. Uh, so my first name is Lionel. My, 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 my father's name was Lionel, too. But um, just to, just to, so they can say a different name my, my name was Hashem I, I went by my middle name and so they would, the, the teacher would call me Lionel and I'm like mm. and he said Lionel I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> and he like come outside come outside he stepped into the hallway it's one of my first black teachers and um, and then he said what happened I said well, my, my father left me and, and I busted out crying I let, mm. let, it, let it all out uh, my teacher hugged me and he said, "Like, don't don't worry. My 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 both of my parents left me, and I was raised by my grandmother. Like, and, and he cut kind of, like, just to have somebody relate to me at that point. I'm like, it felt like I was I was relieved, like I, I wasn't alone. Mm. And so much years later, uh, fast fast forward, uh, not much years later, but I was probably like 18, 16, 17, 18, one of those." And my, um, and I was at church, and there was this, there was, there was a Father's Day song that the that the that the pastor's kids were singing, towards their father and towards towards God, and the song was called the song, I don't know what it was called, but it, it was the lyrics were, "You didn't have to, but you did it anyways." Mm. And man, I thought about my father taking me to Disney World. I thought about him make me those chips <laughs> or um whenever somebody was bothering me that like I, I i can go in there and i can watch the nba with him in his room and then close the door and nobody was like whenever somebody bothered me all right stay, stay with me and I'll, I'll lay on his chest and i just thought about that like man you didn't have to do that but you did it anyway you didn't, hmm. i had to go all the way back to like you you gave like you gave me life you didn't have to but you did it anyway yes and so and i and I went. I, I wrote him a card, and it had those same words in it. You didn't have to, but you did it anyways. Happy wow. Father's Day! And I and I and I brought it to him, and I hugged him. I said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry for 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 like this bitterness I had towards you. Um, please forgive me." And he said, "Hashem, I'm the tree. <laughs> you're, you're the branch." You can't do anything successful without me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you really just think this? <laughs> he said, I knew you were coming back. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. You can't go too far away from me. <laughs> yes, that's charisma. I was like, <laughs> I respect it so much, though. So that's, that's, so now you know who Lionel LaFond is. Now you know who my father is. Um, I was my mother's youngest of six. And my father had one son before me, uh, and he had two daughters after me. So um, 
and my mother. Uh, I, so I'm the only one from my mother and my father. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You're, I, mean, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> your dad. No, I got you. I got you. Uh, uh, the, your your dad sounds like a, I mean, uh, a profound comedian or just like he has a different way of viewing in life. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I'm hearing you talking about him. It just seems his character seems like it seems light. It doesn't seem so heavy. It doesn't seem like a person that takes life too seriously. Not at all. Um, and and the way he uh, he portrays himself, I think I feel like it's it's a. I, I'm I'm gonna say you probably carry that on yourself, um, oh. uh, in your life as well. Yeah. I mean, what what are some characteristics in him that you find in yourself? Um, I'm kind of the worst to bring artwork to. My kids bring me bring me their artwork, <laughs> and it's like the crappiest thing ever. And I'm looking like, okay, keep going. <laughs> um, <laughs> once you work on this, once you add a little bit of color to this. I'm like, all right, me being an artist, you're not gonna be <laughs> a kid that's not <laughs> like no, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you and say that's amazing. I'm gonna say, yay, you wow. you're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's trash. I'm gonna say, hey, there's there's a lot of room for improvement. Right, but one thing you reminded me of right now, since we tell the stories, I, I told my father one time I got I, I did a video that went viral one time saying things my Haitian father says. Mm. And and I was just mimicking him for like a good two minutes. And it was it, it was hilarious. Like I, I found it really funny. Um I showed it I showed it to him. He said, I don't I, I don't see what's so funny about this. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't get the joke. I don't I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like why why are people watching this? <laughs> but I told him like hey like, like somebody saw me do this and they want me to do stand up at this um at this fundraiser for, for Haiti after the earthquake. And he said they want me to do um stand up comedy. And he said, but but you're not funny. <laughs> wow. And so I told this in front of everybody and they laughed so hard. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait, why are y'all laughing at this? This is real. This is my life. Yeah, because yeah, it's not funny. Like, it's not funny when you're in it. <laughs> but after it, like after when you're telling somebody, you only realize some stories are funny when you tell it to somebody else. Yeah. And you hear them like, oh my God. You're like, this is stressful to me. Like, why are y'all laughing? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think I definitely did take some take some of the characteristics. Um, there's some pictures that I've taken with my kids unknowingly that, that matches the same exact picture that I took with my father. Wow. Like down to the blue suit with the black tie. I was like, why? What? what? But you don't know. Like maybe, maybe that was, maybe that's imprinted in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Of of that's a suit that the father wears. <laughs> like maybe maybe that's in there. You know, like I think I strongly believe like any kind of idea that you have is kinda of, it's heavily influenced of of something that you've experienced before. Mm-hmm. You don't just come up with stuff. <laughs> you kinda of repeat what what you've been seeing. And do you find any of the characters that you see in your dad in any of your kids? Yes. I have very strong willed kids. Mm-hmm. I can't simply tell my child I can't. They can't do something. <laughs> they have extreme, like they have extreme confidence, extreme confidence, um, and that's, and especially like with my girls, my daughters, I, 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 like, I hold the trophy for for saying something, like for 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 my, for my daughter knowing that they're beautiful, mm-hmm. knowing that they're fine, and walking with their head high, and I, I take pride in it. every father wants their daughter to to, to feel that way like the princess and feel like royalty right so yeah i don't i don't really know too much because my kids are still young i don't know what it's gonna be like my board my, my son is two so i don't really know yet i mean that's not a problem that's, that's, that's not a problem yeah. you, you have plenty of time <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for you to see that generating a little bit i mean uh i, I mean i say that because my son and i we just even at his age that he is right now at two, about to be at three, about next month, to tell the truth. Oh, wow, the time is already fly. Oh, <laughs> he's about to be three. And he's just, I mean, he's, every time he does something, it's either my wife or myself. And we're just like, oh, that's you. Oh, no, that's her, that's mom. Oh, no, that's dad. And it's so yeah. weird. It's just like it's different postures and stance that he does. And it's always, it's getting always like, 
he's not even watching. I think he does it innate because I think we do that. My father does something, I do it, my brother does it, and then I'm watching him do it. And the thing, the thing that scares me the most is when we do it at the same time. Uh-uh. That's when that scares me. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take my, of that. my wife witnessed that. She was just like, did you guys just like scratch your head exactly the same time, exactly in the same spot? It's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. It's I think there's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of similarities that I share with my father. Even like I'm walking down the street, we have a little loop area where we can walk in my in my, around my house. And he walks and he had a hat on. He had some jeans and a shirt on. He's walking in front of me. And all I can see is my dad. It's so weird the way he walks, uh-huh. the way his posture is, his head shape. I'm just like, yo, I'm just looking at my dad, but a younger version of him. But in the same note, he looks like all my niece and nephews. Mm-hmm. All of them. So it's just those like kind of characters in him. Just like it is, it is a strong change. If you see any one of us, you'd be like, okay, that's that's definitely your dad. Yep, you can, there's no there's no <laughs> denying it. He has he, all his kids look just like him, and that's I mean that's always a good thing. So the characteristics in me, I can say I is definitely just like genetically implanted in my son because he just I just don't know I, I can't even um, begin to even tell you how how frequently those things happen. Even in the morning that we wake up, we both wake up in the morning, early in the morning, while mom is still asleep. So we we pretty much are like the same. So when he wakes up, I'm <laughs> up, or he's up, I'm up. So we pretty much are, we are um, we early birds. And we early we wake up and we just have breakfast together and we just like just chill until mommy gets up. And you don't have to talk. Do you have to talk? Do you have like that nonverbal communication? Yeah, where this, y'all this can just nothing... sit in a room and be quiet and yeah. not say a word. Oh man, that is rich. <laughs> That's the best feeling ever. Like I don't have to talk to you. You don't have to talk to me, but you better not move from that spot. <laughs> <laughs> that is so rich, man. It's even his, his 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 the way he loves. You know, one thing I can say is when even when I was having when I found out I was having a boy. I was kind of afraid because I was like, you know, I'm so used to um, uh, being around girls like my niece. Uh, like, uh, I, I was out of the bunch. I, I was pretty much the last one to have a kid. Um, and so I, I was watching my my brother and my sisters have kids. And then I was pretty, they were mostly uh, girls. Um, there was two boys and two, th- um, two three girls as well. Right. But I was just like, I was so whenever I was with them, I was with them all the time. I was on the floor with them. I was wrestling. I, I was always with there with them. So when I, my friend that I had was having a girl, I was, I was having a boy, sorry. I was just like, I don't think I can love a boy like I love a girl. I don't know if I can, I'm ready to raise a boy right now. Cause I'm mentally, I was, I was ready to raise a girl. No. But this, as soon as this kid was born, even to today, like he's so affectionate. Like he could be running around. If, I'm, if I sit on a chair on a couch, he will literally get up from where he's at and sit next to me. And he has to physically touch me. Also he doesn't feel comfortable. If I move uh, slightly, that, and I'm not touching him. He will move his back or move his feet, so he can physically touch me, so he can feel comfortable. Oh man! Oh, that's that's cool. That's good. So that's that's one of the memories I have of my father. Like just laying on him and smelling him. Mm. My, my father, he would he would he would shower like in the morning, and then when he came from work at night, which I thought was way too much. Like no, come on. Like twice a day. It's <laughs> a little too. And he'd have this is too much information, but he would have white underwear and white <laughs> sheets to prove how clean he is. <laughs> I'm like, this is taking this is too much. Like you have white clothes. You'd looking at you'd be in the bed looking all angelic. <laughs> but um it even to our pheromones, my wife was like, We we smell similar. Like she was smelling me, she was like, You smell you, your scent and your son's scent is similar. Like she would smile like my neck or behind my uh, 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 my head. She was just like, "You guys smell so similar. It's so weird you that your pheromones smell similar." Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it. That is a clone. That is that is strange. That's, that's strange in itself. Right yeah, that's the secret. That's yeah. How you live yeah, I love I love this kid, man. Even like you said before, just the uh, the unspoken words. Yeah, the silent, the silentness is just for me. I love it. Well, it's just sometimes my wife and I had to learn how to do that too, where we had to embrace the quiet time where there is nothing going on, nothing. We're not saying anything, even when we're driving. The the best time I feel like we have is when we have we're quiet, nobody's yeah. saying anything, but we okay. It's everything is okay. Right, it's not like right. we're upset. It's just like in that moment we embrace the quiet moment because we don't get that as often. Right. And the fact that we're not talking 
that doesn't mean that something is wrong. We're just embracing the quietness between us. <laughs> exactly. My my father would defend me whenever my mother would say, like, that boy is too quiet. He's sitting there. He's, he's not doing anything. He's just sitting there on the couch just thinking. He said, let the boy think. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, yes, thank you so much. I don't have to talk. Let me just let me sit here and suck my thumb. <laughs> Somebody understood me. <laughs> yeah. He defended it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. So let's change the dynamic a little bit. Let's go let's go in a little bit more personal. So tell me about parenthood for you. Okay, so um I mean, it all started. So me and my wife were high school sweethearts. We met in high school. So uh, uh, I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. Uh, I was 15. She was 14. We started dating when she turned 15 because that was creepy. I'm not going to date a 14-year-old at 15. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm not judging, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then so later on, we, we used to, when we were, were dating, we would write down, like, you know, what, what our kids' names going to be. And we wrote down the names that, that we named our kids right now. But well, well, it's, I'll tell you an interesting story. So, her, her name, my daughter's name was Anna. Uh, we're gonna name her Ananiah. Okay. We like we thought that name was cool. And so, um, later on, but while we were teenagers, while we were dating, my my, my wife had um, endometriosis. We got married in mm. 23. So okay. endometriosis, um, I don't really know exactly what it is, but the audience can look it up if they can know how to spell it. It's like, <laughs> ask Siri, <laughs> so you can say it to something, something else, endometriosis. So, um, but the doctor said, said that she wouldn't be able to have children. And so that really increased our faith because we're like, all right, well, let's, let's kind of ignore that. Or if we can't, we're going to have a whole bunch of fun trying. <laughs> we're going to do that. We're going we're gonna to have lots of it. We're going to have lots of that. <laughs> but, and so... After so, when we got married at 23, I was 23, she was 22, and we knew that all right, in three years we're gonna have children because everybody's asking, All right, so when's the baby coming? I'm like, All right, whoa, don't you get out of my business? I'm not gonna ask you to babysit. Why are you so much in my business? But mm, we, go we ahead, had, preach, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. So, so we, we planned on it for three years, and then around like year two, you're in the house, you're like, All right, I'm kind of ready. We're ready to have somebody else like live here with us. Like we're ready for like to raise our own children. It's getting a little boring with just us two. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so we were trying, and then we had um. Uh, she, one time she 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 came in uh, with a no no I was I was sick, and she came she came home and she had um she gave me like a little baby balloon. And I was like, okay, yeah, all right. I see you trying to diss me, saying I'm a big baby because I'm here over here sick. On this couch. <laughs> and then she gave me, um, she gave me something else. And I was just, I'm looking at her like, why? Are you, what is, what's going on? And I was like, oh, she showed me the test, and I was like, wait, we're having a baby. And and I, we got, we were so excited. Um, and we just called the baby Little Bean because we didn't know because we saw that we saw that we went to the hospital we saw the ultrasound we saw like it was like a little bean so we called it a little bean. And a few weeks later, like she a little too much information, but she started bleeding. Mm. And we went to the hospital to figure out all right what, what's happening. And we were in there, we we're praying, and all right, God, listen, what we trust you, whatever you. Like we didn't, we didn't know, but we um, and then so that's that was that was the miscarriage. We we didn't know we didn't know what that was. We didn't know that you can actually like lose a child like that, right? Because nobody talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought we were thinking we were the only ones, mm. and um, so yeah, we had the we had a, we had a miscarriage, and we were just devastated. I mean, my wife was more devastated than I was at that point. Right. Because I, I wasn't true to my feelings because at this point, I had to make sure my wife was all right. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, we're going to have children. That's, gonna, that's going to happen. 
And so once we had the miscarriage, we went at it a lot. We were like, no, we're gonna, we're going to have it. We're, <laughs> gonna, we're going to have it. <laughs> Instead of playing R&B music <laughs> at night, we got it on. We played worship music. That we, that, that 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 is beyond creepy and faith. Like <laughs> we're like God, we want you to join this place. We want to have this child. And when we we had the when we got pregnant, I mean, well, not, not we. She did. She got pregnant. I didn't get pregnant. But <laughs> she got pregnant with the, with the baby. Um, I found out that it was gonna be a girl and. Man, my I wanted a boy. I wanted a boy really bad, and uh, because he's supposed to have a son, that's the thing he's supposed to do. As every man wants a son, right, right. But when I found out I was gonna have a girl, I I cried. I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna have a baby girl! So do not ugly cry. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna have a little princess. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and when she was born, we had this name in there, but the name was Ananiah, but we changed it to Anaya. Mm-hmm. And Anaya means God answered. Mm-hmm. And so we have a child that, that reminds us all the time that God answered our prayers. Amen. And, and we have another one named Zariah. We have another girl, one of the boy again. <laughs> but we had another girl her name is Zariah God helps mm. and then we have another boy no, we, we, not another boy we had our first boy his name is Yasir we named him Yasir which means rich and his middle name is Hashem his middle name is my name okay. and Hashem means the name it means God's name his basic name his name means God, God's rich name or God's name is rich wow and um and we have Zaire, another boy. Zaire Shaddai. Um, which is another name for God. So we kinda we, we just named him after things that the things that we prayed. But I mean Yasir, the rich part, you know, you know we wanted some money. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so we so whenever somebody asks, whenever I hear somebody say, Hey, you got y'all got too many kids. Like, well, which one do you want me to get rid of? <laughs> like, which which one? <laughs> like, which? Or are you done yet? I'm like, you don't understand what we've been through. I know. Yep, yep. And actually, before Yasir, there was another miscarriage. It was, it was called an, an eptopic pregnancy. See, I should be a doctor now. As much, much stuff I learned about this. But, <laughs> so, she got Terminology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the like yeah pregnant in the tube like there's like a baby in the, the baby got caught in the t- something some, I, I'm not a doctor but the baby got caught up in the wrong tube somehow right right and the doctor asked if we if we want to remove the tube and there's a chance that she won't ever give birth again mm. but she'll only have to rely on one tube to do it and we said uh no you're gonna try something else and the doctor got so mad at us but she called. That's when we came to Cal. We, were, we, we moved to California. But she called her doctor back in, in on the East Coast and asked her, "Hey, are there any other options?" She said, "Yeah, you can do. There's another option, and where she can have a shot. You can have have the shot to do to to clear out that tube." Mm. And she chose that, and that's wow. why we have two more. Wow! Wow! So you you on your fourth right now? About to get to your fifth. Yes, yeah, we have to be due in July. Wow, Superman, that's that's <laughs> awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. I mean, you had a you had a great influence as a father, man. You had a good uh, uh, a person to show you, you know, the ropes. I can say, even before you said that you um you guys were trying uh, uh, a couple of times, um, even with the miscarriage, you still was trying. So, and within that moment, and you said, and again, I'm sorry to repeat myself, that you guys were pretty much ready you said you guys were bored with each other <laughs> with each yeah. other so we need, to, we need to fill this house with some kids yeah did you did you have an understanding or do you have a did you have an idea of what kind of father you wanted to be and if so do you think you were that person now good question you make me think man <laughs> so so we were together for um 11 years before our, ch- our first child was born 
15, I was, I was 26. So we were together 11 years mm. before we had our first. So that was a whole bunch of time to find out whether she was crazy or not. <laughs> um, but I find out she is crazy. So I, that's the kind of type of crazy I want to live with. But um, but we had, like, we would talk about it. And we were both educators. And so at that point, I was a teaching artist. So it's like an art teacher, but teaching artists is, is somebody that actually does art. You know, we learn. We have a lot of art teachers that that, that can't draw, can't do anything. <laughs> but teaching artists is like a person that's an actual artist and come and spend some time with, with children. So I was teaching artists. She she was teaching artists. She taught dance, and um, and we, I taught in uh, middle schools, uh, elementary schools, high schools, summer camps, um. I was a host for Radio Disney. Mm. I was I was around kids all the time, so I knew around well, children all the time. I was around children all the time, and so I knew I knew that I was um, I could entertain, I could educate, and I just think kids when you know whenever whenever somebody says there's a bad kid or the bad kid in school, I'm like, no, the teacher's boring. The teacher, mm. kid isn't bad. The teacher teacher can't hold his attention. So that's why it's cool to kind of be a little entertaining in the classroom <laughs> or to grab their attention and t- talk about something that's interesting to them or make it relate to right. them or why right. they would know this. Um, so we knew that we were going to be educators. And right now we, we homeschool. So my, my wife spends most of the time with the, with, with the kids. But, so, but she homeschools and she has a degree in education and, she's, and she, train, and she um, teaches them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, to kind of summarize it, one thing I say to the kids is that I'm going to say kids, but you know I mean children. <laughs> one thing I say to the kids is that when um, hey, well, mommy, mommy and daddy need some we need some time. We're gonna, we're gonna go. We're gonna don't don't come in my don't come in our room tonight. <laughs> we're spending time together, and I told them like, hey, if we don't spend time together, this whole house will break down. This whole everything yeah. everything we have everything. If we, if me and your mommy don't don't have a relationship together, this whole thing's gonna be torn apart. <laughs> Y'all just don't 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 knock on this door. <laughs> so like so, and I always tell them, hey, if there's a fire or anything, I'm gonna save your mommy. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I can make more of y'all. And I can make more of you. <laughs> yes. So they 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 learn to to honor our relationship. <laughs> we're we're a team. And it's us against these kids, <laughs> and and we always we 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 set the rules, we set the tone. Like they, we love each other, and they don't play that other stuff of like, hey, my mom said no. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask my father. No, right, right. No, my my question is, what'd your mother say? She said to ask you. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and the same the same with her. Um. So they know that they know that they're in a secure family where this 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 foundation isn't going to be shaken. That's great. They know that the their parents are together, and we we knew that we were going to do that. We talked about this for, for almost a decade. I mean, over a decade. About so you how guys are ready. Yeah, but I also knew I was like a I was a comedian. My father wouldn't agree, but I was always really, really funny with kids. Like I, I was like, I was kind of like a goofball with children, but I learned I had to learn how to shut that off and be strict at the same time, and be firm. So my kids know like playing daddy, I love joking and like laughing and stuff like that and, and, and joking around. And then when I change my face, mm. they know how to read it. I'm like, all right. Now go clean your room. They 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 know how to adjust. They know how to adjust. Like they know how to adjust. But like with just climbing on me, climbing on my shoulders, hit me with pillows. All right, okay, all right. Now time for bed. Like they 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 know the switch. Right, right. So my right. kids really really know me. Um, and so yeah, so we're the parents that we imagined we would be. My kids' lives are are really lit. <laughs> the <laughs> They have little celebrity friends, and and it's it, it's 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 weird. <laughs> like they're 
they're they're in they're living the Hollywood life, and we're used to like the Boston life, <laughs> and they're but they don't realize how great it is. Like they, we got them away from snow, and they have sun sunshine and the beaches and stuff like that. Oh, and so yeah. when they see when they when they see snow on TV, they're like, oh, daddy, I want that. I want snow. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't. You don't walk know. through that. We have to show this work. <laughs> but you they, don't know. yeah, so. They might go to college in Boston if they decide to go to college. My wife finished college. I dropped out of college and, and started working with Disney. And so we have different views of school. Um, well, homeschooling, because my, my wife didn't really have the best school experience, elementary school mm-hmm. experience. So she's providing that so her, her kids don't have to do that. And the kids are like, but I want to go to school. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't <laughs> want to. You get to, like, eat Cheerios at your table and, 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 and do your work. You get to, like, take dance classes with this person, the world-renowned, and you get to take, you get to learn this from this. You get to take gymnastics. You get to take ballet. You get to do this. I'm like, what? Why would you? Because they don't know what they're missing. That's why they don't know that right. that's something that they're missing. They haven't experienced that, so they say, "Well, I need to have that." Yeah. So I mean, my, it's, my a, oldest, it's it's different. Yeah, my oldest daughter, she's, she's beginning to trust us. She's beginning to trust you guys. No, I mean she 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 she. <laughs> takes, but I, when I tell when I tell you, we have this bond where my word my word is bond with her. It it's it that was hard work because. I had to, if I told my child I was going to do something, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise, I wouldn't answer them. If if she asked me, Daddy, can we go to the park? I'm not, I'm not sure right now. Daddy, can we go to the park? Maybe. Daddy, can we go to the park? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> if I say yes, she like rain or shine, I have to take her. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's like, if it's, I don't, I need to go. I need to take it because I have to keep my word. So she, because I never want to lose that trust with her. Right, right. And, and when I, now, when we go to the park, it's probably going to be like two minutes. I'm not going to, I'm probably not going to say maybe 30 seconds. But I have to do my part in saying, I, I took you. I'm not saying how long, but you're going to be there. So at this point too, when I say, hey, go clean your room. I'm taking you to the park later. Immediately, she goes there because she knows there's no second guessing what I what I told her. Right. Yeah. That's like, a good she'll, relationship she'll, and bond that you have. Yeah. yeah. So when they, whenever they, you know, I don't, I don't like to re- repeat myself either. Hey, if I say, hey, you're gonna do this, I need you to do this, or you're gonna get in trouble. They have to get in trouble if they don't do it. And I have to tell them, hey, you have to get in trouble for doing this. Why? Because I didn't do that. They, they know exactly why. Like this, because this because I honor even when I honor my word, I need them to honor their word too. Uh, okay, let's take a brief commercial break. We'll be right back after this sponsor. Hey guys, Bedemson Darius, aka BJ here from Dear Dad Podcast. Now, when I started this podcast, I wanted a platform where I can record and upload my content very easily. I didn't want to go through any hoops to get my podcast out there. When I did study my podcast, I was on a different platform. But after I was introduced to Anchor not once, not twice, but over three times by my close friends, I decided to give Anchor a try. I must say, I absolutely love it. Not only is it easy to use, but I am able to record, edit, post, and publish all my episodes right there on the app or the site. I was able to transfer all my episodes onto Anchor in less than five minutes. That, for me, was unbelievable. Oh yeah, here's the best thing of all. It's free. It is free to use. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. But take my word on this. It's true. Using Anchor has definitely made podcasts so easy. Trust me, you'll love it. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What do you enjoy most about being a dad? I enjoy building the dopest, most creative, most fun life for them. 
we just bought a bunch of glow sticks. We bought like 500 glow sticks because we want to turn the lights off and do a dance party with just the glow sticks. Let's take that idea right now. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Let's take that idea. Let's talk, like a little jumbo pack of glow sticks. And we're going to do that. And we're going to do like a TikTok video with that because that's what the kids want to do. And that's fun. <laughs> that's fun to me. Um, I enjoy uh, creating this limitless, imaginative household where my where my children are actually challenge us mm. on 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 being creative and being free. For example, my wife said that she wanted to. About, well, she, my, my my daughter told my wife, "Hey, why don't you wear like a nice fancy gown? Like, why don't you wear like a big a big fancy dress?" She said, "Anaya, where am I going with a big fancy dress?" She said, I don't know the grocery store. He said, "What?" Why would I go to the grocery store with a big fancy dress? Like, what, like, what would people think? So, well, I don't think where you go should determine how you dress. Ooh, I was like, oh my god! I was, like, I was sitting in this. I was like, whoa! <laughs> wow! Wow! Why? He said, if you want to wear a fancy gown, it doesn't matter where you are. Like, what? Why? Why should the way other people are living, like why should why should why should that change the way you are? If you just want to be beautiful and win, I'm like, oh my goodness. I was like, Janetta, wow. I'm, I'm getting you a fancy dress. So you can, <laughs> just so you can go to Target and go shopping. But that's that's the life we choose to live and and, and the kids remind us of that. Wow. Um, so I, I, I really love how like just teaching them things and they teach it back to us. They challenge us like, well, why won't you do it? If you tell us we can be whatever you want to be, why aren't you doing that? Mm. I told I told my I told my daughter I wanted that. Like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we all had a, a nice if we had a show together? We, we should do like a family show together. Wouldn't that be nice? So yeah, why don't you do it? I was like, she just threw it right first, back at you. I was like, first of all, get out of my face. <laughs> Why are you so daggone smart? I'm like, all right, boom, we're starting a YouTube channel. Let's do it. <laughs> that is beautiful, man. That is beautiful. But yeah, it's it, we're we're more we're more of a team. Me and my wife are a really good team. But with the kids involved, it's it's a squad. Like it's mm. it is it is it is intense. Wow! 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 What are some uh, you can condense it? Um, three happy moments in your life as a dad. Three happy moment, moments. Well, I mean, you have more. Than, you have about four kids. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to say well, about the kids. <laughs> the day, the day each of them were born. Uh, my first, uh, the firstborn. I mean, there's nothing like the, there's nothing like the first child. There's nothing like a, that first experience. We have that special bond where, um, well, she was first of all, she was cut out by C-section. All my kids have been C-section, emergency C-section, two emergency C-sections. And um, the rest were planned C-sections. The third was going to be a planned C-section. Um, but I remember when she was first born and I took my shirt off. Like I had the, the scrubs on, but I didn't have a shirt on. So I knew I learned about skin to skin, how, how important that is to to take your shirt off and let the, let the, let, let the baby breathe with you. Right. And... Um, and it slow, kind of slows down their heart. Like it balances everything off. Like it balances their breathing, balances their. It basically balances the temperature too, so their their body warms you. It's just that, that first bonding moment. And um, and I told her, I was like, hey, listen, I, I never, I was never, I was, I was never a father before, and you were never somebody's daughter before. So we got, we're gonna, we're gonna learn together. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. But we're gonna, we're gonna figure this out. Right. Yeah. Um, so that that moment and 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 that that has been with each of my children. I, I had that skin to skin moment, and so when you say three different, so I'll give you four. Those are four different stories of it. I'm just that of, of, of sitting there bonding with them when they're first born. Mm-hmm. That the it's always scary. It's 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 a frightening experience. It's a C-section about to happen. Surgery. It's scary. I don't want to lose my wife. Mm-hmm. Like we're 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 stressed out. We're we're scared. We're anxious. And the baby comes out, 
and you forget everything else that just happened. You forget all of that. It's amazing. Yeah, so those those, those, those are some of the experiences that, I, that I've had that I, I really, really enjoyed. How do you want your kids to remember you? I want them to remember me as the man. I want them to... <laughs> I want them to be like, all right, there's God, Jesus, and my father. Mm. I want them to be like that. Um, I want them to know me as somebody that kept his word, somebody that gave them the best childhood they could ever, ever imagine. Mm. Um, I want my work ethic to rub off on them. I want them to surpass me. I mean, I want them to be better than me, but I don't want I don't want it to be that easy. I still want to be great. <laughs> you sound <laughs> I mean, just like your dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want them to get like I don't want my kid to beat me in basketball immediately. No, no. You better work towards that. And when he beats me, it's gonna hurt. I know it's gonna hurt. <laughs> I know. So yeah, so it's coming back. My, my father. Because <laughs> I remember when I finally beat my father in basketball, he would he would like push me into the bushes. Like he was like. <laughs> He would not let me win, no matter what. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just I, I I want them. I want to build a legacy. Uh, I, I'm I'm planning for my great grandchildren. I want them to know who I am, and I want I want that impact to be to be told throughout this throughout the whole time. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm documenting a lot too. Where I'm recording everything. Yep. Yep. And so that there's they can see it for themselves. My great my great grandkids can see it for themselves, and they have a history of it. Yeah, I mean that's the reason why I'm I, I took on this um doing a podcast. Even prior before that, my wife and I had a, a traveling uh, YouTube channel called Darius Destinations, where we do with this travel and document it, um, and and that was just pretty much showing one loving and happy families exist um black families exist happy families exist happy black families exist you know and we can travel black people travel like we did all that stuff and also was traveling with our son so it shows that you can travel with your kids so it was like a a huge impact that we were trying to like uh we're trying to have um so even with like i said with this podcast i want to is this more of like just writing a letter for uh i'm sorry writing a diary for my son so he can flip back and just listen to this podcast because some of them he's on it others is not but he can he can see and hear these are what my dad went through these are the these are the influences that he had in his life this is what my uncle went through these are my aunts went through um this is the uh a company that my father developed and i'm able to do those things too again Starting right. this, starting the, the the present for them to have a better future, and that's the reason why I was I was always trying to like see what I can do for myself now, right now today that can benefit my son tomorrow because I didn't again I didn't have that so because I didn't have right. that I want to overdo it and show him that I'm doing it so you can do it so you so there is no limitation nothing's getting in your way the only thing that's getting in your way is you yourself so right. I'm if, if dad can do it if mom can do it you can do it too and that's why I'm always pushing myself to do something more and more challenging that's that's what I'm talking about and it's the power of the testimony the, the word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb by the word of our testimony by, by the power of our testimony I mean there's power in your testimony yes like there's power in like this if you tell sharing your story and sharing what you're going through because that's it's, it's real life um I remember uh, when I was in college I, I, I wrote a like while we were while I was engaged to my wife, I drew a picture and I wrote a letter to my grandkids. And I told, I wrote on there, I, I haven't met you, but I pray for you every day. Mm. And that's that's been the reality with me. Like I don't know my grandkids, but I, but I, I pray for them all, all the time. Yep, 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 yep. And I, I was I was having this discussion not too long ago. Was, I was opening a Sabbath for my family. This discussion came up, and I was just like, you know, uh, my my wife's um, father-in-law said that. You know, he was going through this ordeal and he felt like he was about to die. And he's like, I don't know how I survived. I don't know how I was able to breathe again. I don't know. And I said, and I heard this from someone. I, I told him that, you know, because the reason why we are here today, the reason why we are alive today, the reason why we are not on the wayside, the reason why we're not like dragging ourselves through the mud at times, uh, or the reason why you live is because it's not because of your prayer. It's actually the, your ancestors. It's because of your grandmother, your, your your grandfather, your mom, the people that came before you that was praying for you, for the, for when if this a- accident happened or incident happened, 
that they'll have God's words that you will be okay. So we, when we pray, we, not, we, sh- we shouldn't just pray for today. We pray for the future of our uh, kids and grandkids and great-grandkids because we're not here. So all we can do is pray for the better good for them. So something, if something were to happen, that God has their back. Wow. Yeah, man. This, this, this is a, it's a rich legacy going to be in your family, man. It's, it's, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited about this next generation. Yes, yes. Because every, because not only is fatherhood popular, but like we get to document and stuff like that, and, and they get they get to know more of their identity. Yeah, yeah. So we can mean, go back in history. Yeah, it's it's harder to to find our history before before us because so much stuff happened. Mm. But here and now, it's not gonna happen again. What kind of message do you want to leave with the fathers, the dads out there? Uh, don't miss out. Uh, Whenever I hear about a father not spending time with their children, I'm, I'm just shocked. I remember before when I didn't have kids, I would, I would be angry. Oh, you're not a man. Or I'm like, no, nah, man, you. it's not too late. Go, go catch up. Like children, children are a blessing. That's, 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 that's one of my things I always say, children are a blessing. I get kind of annoyed with people that are <laughs> having a start in the family. I'm like, you. You haven't reached any challenges yet. If you, if you haven't like, if you haven't really, I mean, I mean, yes, I mean, I guess there's, just, there's definitely different complications and everything. But if you haven't mentored someone or, or poured into somebody else to raise the next generation, mm. you, you're really, really missing out, and you haven't really experienced life yet. Mm. You haven't experienced full joy yet until you pour into the next generation. So, I, listen, people that aren't fathers, find somebody to follow, find somebody that needs a father. Yes. And when Father's Day is coming up, they step in. You get those gifts. Mm-hmm. You get those Father's Day gifts. Uh, but just allow somebody to have that experience to look up to somebody that's a father. Um, yeah, I mean, we're trying to make Mother's Day and Father's Day like Christmas over here. Like, you better honor your parents. There you go. Or you'll die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Bible says, "Well, your days will be numbered." No? So, I, 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 so I summarize it: <laughs> Hey, honor your mother and father, or you will die. <laughs> so abrupt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I mean, you know, other days will be. The kids don't get that. No, days will be numbered. No, you will die. <laughs> man, yeah, you are, you you are good, man. You are you are awesome, man. I, I'm I glad that I, I. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad that I reached out to you and I saw your story. There was a reason why. You know, the thing, the thing is, I wake up at night, um, in the middle of the night, and I, I, I intentionally said, God, I need you to show me what direction you want me to say this. Because I don't want this, because I don't want this to be about me. I want this to be about you. What can I do to glorify your name? That's the honesty. I really wake up at night. I said, I need you to show me what direction to take. I don't want to take lead. I want you to take the lead, honestly. Yeah. And I, I went to a social media, which I'm not, I'm not even on that like that. That's why I said my wife is the one that's in social media. And I'm, a, I'm on social media. I'm on the page and I saw your, your page about, you know, you had a miscarriage and now you have, you know, you have uh, four, one on the way. And I'm like, that is a testimony in itself. Like, I need, I need to have a platform for you to tell your story because there's a lot of people that's going through that. And they think they're the only one that's going through it. They, they don't know that other people is going through it. And of course, your testimony, your story is able to... Um, shed light on somebody else's experience. I say, okay, you know what? This person went through it. They survived. They're okay. I can do. I can be okay too. And that's right. the reason why I'm doing. I'm having this. Not because of me. I'm just eliminating myself from that process. I just want. I just want. I just want to be a vessel so I can like do the work. Because yeah. I, I can. T- I know the. If I was, if I was, somebody was able to tell me this earlier before fatherhood, I would be further in life. I would say because now I have a little bit more insight of what to expect. But if it's anybody yeah. keep things to themselves and not share this thing, then how are we supposed to grow? How am I going to grow? How do I know better than you if you're not teaching me? And right. I, I, I've learned this from, I've said this in a couple of episodes. I think our journey in life, my journey in life right now is to be a better version of myself for my son. I can't expect him, like you said, I can expect him to be like me. I want him to, you, I want him to be better than me. You know, of course, I'm going to challenge that easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Challenger. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to be that easy. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to be easy, but I want him. To, I want him to just like see what I'm doing and capitalize on it. But I, right. I, I want. I don't want the challenge to go away. I want it to be a, continue, a continuous challenge, and and that's that's what this is for. 
And I'm glad that I came across your page and I wanted to just reach out to you. And you you were free to open. And I'm just like, yeah, this is good. This is no headache. I wasn't chasing after you or anything like that. We no. talked and it was great. The conversation was light. And I was just like, I got to have you on here. And I'm happy that I was able to have you on here, man. I'm happy that I'm able right. to have you on there. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate what you're doing. I pray that God blesses it richly. Um, because what you're doing, it's, 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 it's really impacting everyone else, impacting fathers, mothers, people that has, have, have gone through miscarriages, people that want to have children, children, mm. people that want to be parents, um, but they don't know how. Nobody taught us how. We don't know what we're doing. No. We don't, we're figuring it out along the way. I don't know how I'm going to be with a teenager. I don't know how I'm going to be like with a six-year-old or a seven-year-old, but I just know that I love my children. I, love, I know I love my wife. That I've had these children with, um, what, what you're doing about asking the other people about fatherhood—that's something I did before I became a father. Mm. I chased them down and I asked them, "Hey, why did your kid like you so much? Mm. <laughs> why? What happened? What, why? Give me some advice. Oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going to become a father. I need to know." But this this one like seventy-something-year-old man asked him, "Like, what, give me some advice. What, what should I do when I become a father?" He said. My daughter, he's, he said his, his daughter said, when he asked her, like, hey, what if one of your favorite memories of me? He, she, he, said, I, I've, he said, I've traveled all around the world with her. We went to Disney. I took her to Disney World, Disneyland. I took her to all these places, all every amusement park. He said, good daddy, I just remember that you took me to the park and you, took, you pushed me on the swing. Wow. I was like, that's it? I can <laughs> save that money. Said, Hold on. <laughs> That's it. I done spent all my money around the world. Yeah, all you exactly. remember is the swings. <laughs> the swings, swings are free. <laughs> if, and, and it made me like, man, if if any father could just push their kid on a swing, you won. <laughs> but it's That's the small it. things, man. It's the small things. That's it. A piggyback ride. That's <laughs> it. But yeah, so those things really, really matter. So, and long story short, he's ba- it's basically saying. I remember that you spent time with me mm-hmm. and cared that I wanted to be on the swing. That says a lot. Yeah, it's really, it's really those little simple things, but loading that up, like filling that up with, with, with being present there and and, and being with filling that place up with love and, and joy. But you're just pushing the swing, but you can go through the motion, or you can really, really enjoy that moment. Yeah, yeah. It's not the big things; it's small things. You try and do too much. You miss out on the little things, man. That's that is profound. That is profound, man. Well, and, and uh, on a closing note, man, to tell you the truth, I'm excited to have you on this ep- episode, man. You have an energy that is electrifying. You have a personality that is just like so gravitating, and I, 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 I adore that, man. I really adore that. You, we literally we've met just today. I mean, to tell you the truth, we met right. today. And the right. relationship that we have and the, the way we talk, the way I'm talking to you, I feel like I've known you like my entire life. It's so yeah, weird. Our energy flow, your energy flow is so gravitating. It's so warm. It's so comforting that I don't, I don't feel like I'm talking to a stranger. I'm feeling like I'm talking to a, a brother or a cousin, a friend of mine that I've known for years. And mind you, this well, is literally the, the, the first time we spoke. <laughs> That's the first time we spoke. You, I appreciate you, man. Like, man, we're, we're in this journey together. Yes. We all don't know. We all don't know what we're doing. Yeah. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna be really good at it. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna kick some game to the younger ones too. That's <laughs> what we gotta do, yeah, man. Uh, gotta do. But again, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for yeah, coming. Yeah, honored, honored, honored to be a part of this. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate you reaching out. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I, I applaud you. Could continue doing what you're doing. You are a great dad. You know, I keep doing what you do with your daughter and your sons. Yeah, like I, I, I applaud you. I really applaud you for doing what you're doing for taking charge in your kids' life, man. This is a great thing. You're an example to them and everybody else. And this podcast itself is going to show, uh, uh, shining light on just like how great fathers can be when they are, when they do take um, the advantage of being in the kids' life. When they are intentional about being in the kids' life, and you're definitely doing it, man. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Again, keep it up. Keep it up. Let the tears right. fall, man. Let the tears fall. <laughs> I got. I gotta go see these kids right now. I gotta <laughs> tell, tell them it's good tears. Let's tell them it's good tears. I don't want them to hunt me down. <laughs> <laughs>
You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to wrap it up. And I say, man, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, to you guys, people out there, again, be intentional. Be intentional. Be intentional with your kids, man. I love you all. I love what this episode is. I love what this, this podcast is becoming informative to what it is. And, guys, again, I'm not going to hold you longer. I will catch you guys in a few. Later. Bye. brief commercial break we'll be right back for more dear dad podcasts visit apple Podcasts, stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite shows make sure you check dear dad podcast on your favorite instagram social media platform at dear dad podcast catch you later Keep your